0: Ross Brand here for Livestream Universe. Welcome to Livestream Deals on Amazon Live. It is only fitting that our first interview show on Amazon Live should be with the two people who actually pioneered interview shows on Amazon Live. And that's Jim Fuse and Chris Stone. You know them as the Deal Casters, the head of deal, the hosts of Dealcasters Live and it's a tremendous, tremendous show where they've had a a whole series of great guests on over the course of, I'd say, nearly two years now. They've been doing it, and they've been the pioneers in uh, guest-centric talk shows when most people were doing uh, product demonstrations. Uh, They brought The talk show, the live streaming flavor of some of the other platforms over to Amazon Live, integrated it with the awesome shopping features that you have on Amazon Live, and put together a terrific show. But that's not the only reason why we want to talk to Jim and Chris today. We also want to talk to them because PodFest was this past weekend, and part of PodFest is VidFest. And part of VidFest... Uh, was a conference a might What they call a microcon, but it was hardly micro. Jim and Chris led a full day of Amazon Live content uh, that was really amazing. A full day conference in person at Podfest in Orlando at the Orlando Hilton. Um, I, you know, I'm usually in and out of sessions. I got to be honest. I'm busy networking. I'm thinking about what I have to do. If I'm talking or whatever, I I would say I was there eighty to ninety percent of the time during the Amazon Live stuff. I mean, it was just fantastic. The guests they put together, the influencers, people with different types of content, different backgrounds, different experiences. I want to get into that, and uh, also we'll get their views, some tips, some some different things you need to know about the platform to succeed on Amazon live. And also because we're on Amazon live, uh, we'll, we'll get into some of the, their favorite products and some of their own products that they have their own merch, their own podcast, different things that you can check out as well. And of course we'll mention that we have a new podcast, Livestream Universe. Uh, all our recordings are going to come together into one Feed starting with those live streams and videos on demand that have been made into podcasts already, or at least had an audio version that was ready to go. So we launched on Thursday at Podfest with 270 episodes and it's just gonna keep coming. Uh, but you can check out the trailer, you can subscribe, you can get the new episodes. We'll go to the top of the feed. So when this gets repurposed as a podcast. It'll be at the top of the feed, while I will be backdating things from the past, so that that will go chronologically or in reverse chronological order where it should fit in. So, without any further ado, let's let's bring them on. Uh, one of the two hosts of uh, hosts, organizers, planners, uh, maestros of the event at Podfest. It is Chris Stone from DealCaster's Chris This is me
1: being a maestro, Ross.
0: <laughs> yes. There you are conducting. Uh, really, it's amazing. I mean, I know what it's like to put together an eight-hour virtual event. You put together an eight-hour, I believe it was about eight hours, maybe more. Maybe it was more. I don't know. But it was on-site when we haven't been doing events in, in, in quite a long time in person, bringing all these people together. Um, how do you feel about it? Like, what what was it like to put this together, and and how do you feel that it that it all came out at the end? Um,
1: I'm still I'm still somewhat processing it to be a hundred percent honest, because like you said, I mean, a lot did go into it. Gemini, this was really. I don't know if "culmination" is the right word, but you know, when we started doing this thing a couple of years ago, and uh, you know, at, going live on this thing and, and looking to sort of evangelize for that platform and learning everything we could about Amazon, uh, Amazon Influencer Program, and Amazon Live, this um, this event really wasn't something that was you know on our roadmap, you know, but we had Chris Kremitzos on as a As a guest on Dealcasters, and he was actually our second guest that we had on. And a lot of folks that are here in the chat, I see Joey Krangle, I see Shelly Nathan, who was there uh, at the day um, that we had this. I think Shelly Nathan actually spoke 86 times uh, over the four over those four days um, Ross. So you think I'm tired? <laughs> uh, Shelly saves the pod fest. Really? She should rename herself because she, she based, no, I'm serious. Seriously. She's fantastic. But this event, this event really was sort of the culmination of that and culmination coronation. I don't know my vocabulary. Like I said, I'm still, uh, I'm still processing everything of, you know, really helping people. There's Jim and helping people, um, to do, um, to do this thing and sort of evangelizing for this platform because Ross, you know, you've been live streaming since the webcam was invented. (laughs) And so when, you know, when YouTube was first a thing, Um, everyone was like, why would I get on there? Somebody's just got a video of their fish tank and you know, it's, it's hot garbage. Somebody's trying to blend an iPhone. Well, we had wished that we all started a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. back then because now you've got 52 million other people that are uh, doing that and making a full-time living. So we, um, we really carved out this as our differentiator in, in the podcast and live streaming space. And we saw just how beneficial it can be in terms of influence, first and foremost. And then the financial stuff came into play and we were like, okay, now maybe (laughs) more people will be more interested if they can see how much passive income uh, can come about uh, from from being on there. So overall, we feel great about not only just being able to pull this thing off with 20 uh, people, but also to pull together this community Which, as you know, Ross, being in real life with people that you've just met virtually and then all of a sudden, boom, you've got that (laughs) in-person energy where we can see each other for the first time and really, um, you know, really, really sharpen the irons and, and get better together in real life. So speaking of in real life. Jim Fuses joined us. I'm, I'm I'm invisible. Everybody's like, shut up. Jim Fuses in the house, <laughs> ladies uh, well, and gentlemen. <laughs> well, hopefully,
2: hopefully you can hear me. I'm I'm using my mic technique that I learned from watching Laura from Sure and her talk at uh, Podfest, as well as Chris always telling me how I could learn to talk better. But uh, yeah, this was one of those Chrome didn't like me. I I actually had to completely shut down the computer. Rebooting didn't work well enough and it finally because ecamm was showing my camera but streamer said no not today not today satan but uh, but i'm here and i'm i'm happy to be joining you guys and uh thank you ross for having us It's a, it's a, i know right chris i i saw i think you beat me to bucky's
1: yesterday it was your first time at bucky's right yes it was my first time at bucky's it was uh quite a an experience <laughs> uh for sure did you get so, the brisket uh, oh. I got a brisket sandwich. Ross, have you ever have you ever eaten at Bucky's? Or I have not. Or maybe filled up, or you know, you know. No, it, yeah.
0: well, explain to everybody what it is.
1: <laughs> oh, it's it's really tough to sort of explain it. But imagine if um, a Walmart exploded inside of a Quick Trip, um, <laughs> is and and had like really good barbecue in it. I guess. Um, yeah, is kind of what I would.
2: That I would say. That's the perfect way to put it, Chris. I would agree. <laughs>
0: So let me say a quick hello to some people who are joining us on uh, Amazon Live, Miko Patton, Guy Cochran, uh, Terry's here, Uh, our good friend Mr. You Do It is here, Uh, check out his YouTube channel, he's awesome, Uh, Chris Stone in the chat, Doug Lehman in the chat over on Amazon Live and if you're watching on facebook come on over to amazon live but if you can't do that then go to if you're in a group go to streamyard.com slash facebook so we can know who you are and see your comments i see a bunch of friends watching on other platforms we got gabe leal is here tim Sohn, shelly saves the day michael kinney anita sonia from Bali, jody krangle brad friedman um thanks everybody for uh being here. It's great to see you all. So okay, so you put together an awesome event. I think it it went well. I think that we had, we had a lot of great speakers. It was well attended. Um everybody was into it. It seemed like it was the heart of a of, of Vidfest. What were some takeaways if you guys had to narrow it down for people who weren't there to maybe 3 to 5 things, maybe a couple each. Um Starting, starting with you, Chris. What would you say were your takeaways uh, regarding Amazon Live from the event? Yeah, uh, I, I think.
1: One of the things we really wanted to accomplish, like I said, we were we we were evangelizing for this platform because we believe we w- we want this thing, the rising tide to lift all ships, and we believe that our voices are not for everyone, and there are tons of other voices out there that do this really well, and so it was really exciting, Ross, for us to get on stage first thing in the mor uh, first thing in the morning at nine a.m. And uh, start talking about this thing. And instead of just going through the, here's step number one, here's step number two, and all of it, we just decided we would have fun with it. So we did a we did a big game and and uh, everybody said that they they had fun doing it. And during the course of the game, uh, we found out, because the first question, um this young lady raised her hand to ask a question. And her question was, um, during the game, I just signed up to be an Amazon influencer. <laughs> so, what's my next step? And that was that made us feel so great because it was like, see, like, like right here, it was almost like we like we had paid her before the uh, the uh, the whole presentation. Like, like at you be the first one to ask the question and say you just signed up. We didn't, uh, but it was it was almost like we, we it was a plant for us. That's how easy it is once you have. A decent amount of followers, and people just need to realize you don't have to be this massive influencer. In fact, Amazon doesn't want massive influencers because they got to pay them a lot, and <laughs> you know upfront, right? And that was a massive um, you know failure years ago. And they realized like I can have normal people like me and beautiful people like Jim Fuse get on Amazon and um, actually talk about what you normally talk about, including a podcast like this. And make some make some money
0: while you sleep. Before we go to Jim, I want to follow up on that about being a massive influencer versus um, being an average level influencer, which is still a, a tremendous amount of influence that that you guys have. Um, what What is it about? the big influencer or what is it about anybody needs to look out for when you're on Amazon regarding the terms of service because Amazon doesn't seem to be very uh hard in in, in sort of driving against that in the beginning but if you get successful well, you you're probably going to have a checkup or two so What are some of the things um, before we get to Jim's takeaways that you guys would say to to be aware of if you become an influencer on the Amazon platform?
1: I think the thing we noticed really early was that, you know, there make sure and, and Kimberly Millionaire, who uh, was one of our speakers that was there, she said this initially because she got dinged because all mm-hmm. of a sudden she shared this story. So this is like something she shared publicly. So I'll go ahead right. and share this uh, information. Uh, all She went from making nothing to fifty five thousand dollars in her first month. Hmm. And I'm not saying that uh, you know everyone that's watching here is going to make fifty five thousand in the first month. That's that, not that what that was I'm the saying.
0: promise of the conference, right? That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> join us here, and you will. Right. Um, and so she said that, and then right away she started to receive strikes. So it's and then she went back and said it's very important when you join this thing to read the terms and conditions, know what you're getting yourselves into read the uh, the FAQs, all of that stuff so that you understand it. There's, there's a really great Facebook group. It's Amazon Live Creators, which is a Facebook group um, that helps each other. So if you have any questions, it's out there. But one thing we did notice is that you know, a lot of times Amazon will have these sort of rules or guidelines like, you know, make sure that when you are doing a show that, that it's a product oriented show or there's X amount of products in your carousel you have on hand, um, things like that. And then an influencer will say, well, that's not the case because I just went live and that didn't happen. Or like I saw somebody else do this and, um, you know, I, so I don't have to do it. Never think like that. Always mm. stay above stay above the, the guidelines, follow what you're doing. Cause you never know when it's going to come back around and Amazon's going to put you under the radar. And then all of a sudden you get strikes and what could be worse than all of a sudden they take what you've had as passive income all along. And, and you don't get, uh, that's the other thing, Ross is when you do get in sort of, you know, trouble with Amazon, they send you straight to the lawyers. Like you don't like <laughs> there's no negotiation happening
2: right, and, right, right.
1: and, and that ain't cheap. Uh, to do that, there are there are highly paid lawyers that are specifically just for Amazon and related things, mostly related to sellers. But it also can uh, you know be related to influencers.
0: Deals with Mel is in the chat on uh, Amazon What's up, Melody? watching. Um, and the other thing I wanted to um, mention is uh, we have a bunch of merch in the carousel. If you're watching on Amazon, it's either underneath or alongside the video window, depending on where you're watching check that out Uh, a lot of different shirts from deal casters sweatshirts these guys have uh, some great branding you can see it over their shoulders in their video windows if you're watching the video uh but check that stuff out there we go hold that up jim now we've got uh that's one of the things that we have in the carousel uh the deal casters t-shirt there's several different ones and a, a lot of great stuff sweatshirts uh long sleeve shirts short sleeve shirts um, so Jim, what were some of your takeaways?
2: I, I think one of the biggest ones that, uh, you know, cause we heard it in, in a couple of sessions was there's like, there's these YouTubers that talk about products, but they don't want to go live on Amazon because they don't want to go live in 720 P. And <laughs> I, sorry, I mean, I, Chris and I are like, is it really that big a deal? I mean, if you, you know, and now it's interesting is we did have a conversation with Dimitri, from uh, wave.video, they're actually going to work on something that will allow you to kind of do both at the same time, which I think would be great because, right, you want to repurpose that that content at 1080. But I think the other big takeaway, you know, Chris and I have been doing this for almost two years. And there still are probably, Chris, would it be safe to say millions of people that don't know that Amazon Live exists? Because oh, yeah. there are definitely, you know, mm-hmm. hundreds of people there like, what? What's Amazon Live? and when you consider all the conversation that's going on about live selling right we're we're in the mall right now people got their you know their checkbooks their credit cards they're one click ready to go and and so you're already gotten past that step of do they want to buy they're already here to buy that's not the case on the other platforms and i think the other big piece is it's the logistics, right? Amazon takes care of all that. I don't have to worry about if I'm selling live on Facebook, like, oh gosh, now this person clicked on my link. Now I got to put it in a box and mail it to them. And <laughs> and I think for me and Chris, right, that's not something that we want to do, right? I I like the easy button when it comes to sales and even returns, right? We, we don't deal with that specifically. I mean, you do deal with it in your uh, commissions ultimately. That's why there's a 60-day delay, but... You know, if you buy something and you don't like it, you can even go to Whole Foods, Kohl's, whatever, and they'll ship it back for you. So they really make it, you know, customer service wise, Amazon has really done a lot of great things that people could learn from it. And, you know, you can actually get in touch with people at Amazon unlike uh those meta guys and gals or whatever
0: they are i don't know because you can't talk to them (laughs) so um there was a lot of talk about shoppable videos there was a great panel kelly roberts was on it dan courier you guys were participating shelly shelly as well tell us um tell us a little bit about where shoppable video versus live video fits into your monetization strategy how that how that all comes together
1: yeah, so uh you know a lot of when uh this uh, young lady uh, once she had gotten approved as an Amazon influencer, she wanted to know the next steps. And one of the first next steps, next first steps, whatever. <laughs> um again, decompressing folks, um mm-hmm. is that you create 3 shoppable videos and submit those to Amazon. Maybe even before you ever go live. Going live is something you can, if you're already used to going live, and, that you can do uh, as a rising star, and then you do that for 90 minutes, and then, you know, you become a um, insider. And that's when your videos, your live videos, like right now, um, you know, the live videos showing up on product pages on Amazon. So shoppable video allows you to create passive income by looking around your house, looking and... <laughs> looking around your hotel room because apparently people <laughs> were doing that too while we were in uh, while we were in Orlando looking around your your house and going hmm there's here's this microphone um, here's this tea kettle you know here's a coffee maker here's a interface for my uh, for my microphone here's a screen all of the things that you've bought are likely available on Amazon. Even if you didn't buy them on Amazon, they're likely available on Amazon. So what you do is you just create a somewhat quick uh, product video that that is like, you got to get right to the point. Like no intro. No, they don't care who you are. <laughs> just get right to the product is the star because again, back to what Jim said, they are here, they're in the mall and all they need is a little thing to get them across the line to purchase. And you're there to help them answer the questions related to product warranty, related to how it looks, how big it is. All of those questions that you see that are upvoted on a product page, you can look and say, well, it looks like the top thing on the SURE SM7B page. I'm making this up. I don't know if it is. But it, you know, if the top thing is, do I need something to add gain to this mic? I heard that right. I had to do it. That's just an example. So why not do a video for your SM7B and talk about how you might need a cloud lifter or you might need a, you know, E1 stick or all those things that add gain to to that microphone in order for it to be um, so that you sound as beautiful as Ross Brand does on that beautiful SM7B. (laughs) See, I'm I'm like leading you to hit that in the carousel. Like, that's my that's my nudge,
0: Rod. I I, I don't think I gave the the. I don't think I gave your tank top enough uh, love. Yeah,
1: I think, I think the tank top's got enough. Let's get those. We'll head on over to be, the yeah, SM7B, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, which is definitely one of the more yeah. popular items in, in your shop as, yes. as well. Uh, um, you know,
1: but Dan and Shelly and Kelly are, mm-hmm. are, are uh, you know, they have massive followings outside of Amazon. And what mm-hmm. they've decided to do is to focus primarily on shoppable video. That's what right. they've decided to do. You don't have you you know everyone's their own voice. They can they can do that. They can do both. Jim and I do both. Um, and so they've they've decided to focus on it. And because of that, they are some people who have who have hundreds and hundreds of product videos. So they've been able mm-hmm. to learn how to sort of go through it and and really sort of mastered that technique. So they were able to share all of that information with the folks at Vidfest. And I was hearing all these people around us, Ross, that they were just like, oh oh, crap, I need to be doing this. I need to be like, they're, they're coming up to us. I was like, stop, wait for them to finish before you start uploading videos like, as we're sitting here.
0: <laughs> um, so what do, what else? You, you mentioned get to the point quick, not long videos. So you, are you talking a minute, two minutes, three minutes, thumbnail? What are some of the general guidelines? And I know some of this stuff is debated, but for you guys, for what what you've seen work, What do you think as far as uh, shoppable videos? Yeah, I would say for us, we we
2: probably go about, you know, two to four minutes, depending on what the product is. We believe in thumbnails because thumbnails catch attention. When you look at the recent update to the shop page for all the influencers, it's starting to take on the look of a YouTube channel. So if you've Mm -hmm. got a bunch of videos where it's just like, you know, it's caught in a random you know, spotted the video. It's not a good look. So, uh, we, we, you know, Chris and Chris is a lot of the design behind this. I want to give him full credit for that because I'm not as smart as him. Uh, it it's, it's the colors, it's the little phrases, it's the little things, you know, sometimes, right. Going back to what Chris said earlier, we've got a shoppable video for a, um, you know, a portable wet vac that, you know, one of the big questions was, can I clean my car with this? Well, that's what the thumbnail says, and that's what people go watch, mm. and then they make a decision. Which we've seen the the results of that. I, I think the other thing that people want to think about with shoppable videos, because here's another thing that happens, even though the, you know, in theory, we we had this conversation with some of our fellow creators. We think there's between two and three thousand creators currently on the platform. Right, two and three thousand. Versus as Shelly Nathan told us, 51 million YouTubers. And wow. so there are millions of products on Amazon, but we don't need all hundred creators on Amazon to all go do a roadcaster pro video because they're going to rotate that. So it's like, don't feel like, oh, I gotta go do this same product. There's there's a ton of products out there that, like you like Chris was saying, you're familiar with, they're in your house that you could do a quality video on and people will answer people's questions and you'll make uh, sales off that. And the biggest thing to Chris's point about say shoppable versus live is once you get approved for shoppable and start to hit those right products, you can literally be making money while you sleep where with the live streams, right? You got to go live and then you got to hope that people were watching some of that, but there are definitely some days, you know, prime day, I would pretty much say the holiday season, not just Black Friday, where you're going to get literally sometimes 10,000 views in an hour. I, I can't remember the last time I had 10,000 views on a Facebook video. Probably never.
1: Um, <laughs> we don't so have I, 10,000 views right now on Facebook, Ross? Probably not.
0: And probably uh, all the live streams together don't have ten thousand right. views unless, right. there's, unless yeah. there's a celebrity or uh, you know massive corporation or something. I'll there is Jim Fuse is here. That's why well, we there, should be seeing. I that. mean, there you go, there you go. So it could be. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to check the analytics in just right. a minute. <laughs> I mean, people might even be turning their audio on on Facebook. That's right. the other thing. They turn their audio on here and they listen because they're trying to decide whether or not to buy a product. Yes. And um, do you think that doing so much live in the beginning helped you get attention to the shoppable videos or the two things really unrelated? Like you don't need to build an audience through live to succeed with shoppable videos. You don't need the experience. Like you're kind of running two separate uh, two separate divisions. You've got your live division, you've got your shoppable video division, and they're not that related to each other other than that you can pass content from the live to the shoppable if in a shoppable video you happen to discuss a product in a way that you could clip it out and, and it would work.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that is that is so great because I think, I think a lot of people when they Uh, they're an existing content um, entrepreneur and they have Mm -hmm. this existing thing they've been working on for years and they have courses and books or, you know, in a YouTube channel, all those things they think, Oh, here's another thing. Right. And that may be part of the hindrance of, of people is that maybe they give it five minutes, you know, not five minutes, but you know what I mean? Like they give it a minute and say, mm-hmm. well, I'm not getting anything out of this. Let me go back to YouTube or go back to whatever, instead I, I don't of don't saying, know anybody, you know
0: what? I don't know anybody who did that. Early yeah. On. <laughs> well, and, and
1: so yeah. like for Amazon, you can do what you normally do and sort of bolt on um, that to it for Gemini. The, the show was born on Amazon and then everything else followed, which is why we don't have like a massive amount of YouTube subscribers. We're not ignoring it. Um, it's something we know uh, we, we have to build and we're, we're doing our best there, but we're, we're focused on Amazon and um, for, and so we spend a lot of time figuring it out. We spend a lot of times t- tinkering Jim and I are these kind of people that, you know, will will have something and, take it apart and then put it back together and there's little parts left over. It still works, but you know, we kind of, we figure it out how it, how it goes. And so that's really why we had product videos was because we thought it was all about going live. We thought that that was it. And then we learned, we noticed on our shop page, you can get shoppable photos and then there's also videos. And it was at the time it was like you had to submit 10 to get approved 10 videos to get approved not three the way it mm-hmm. is what's so there they're, they're lowering that bar which is like why are we not so when we submitted for to be approved for shoppable videos it was 10 and so we we did that and then we didn't know what to expect we had zero expectations just like when we launched our show on amazon our expectations were hey we get to do a show together and we get to test this whole thing out and learn about it and see what, what happens. And then as we learn and we learned about going live and then we learned about shoppable video, we went, aha, look at this, look at this, look at this. And we just sort of started to figure out like, okay, originally Jim and I wanted to do just predominantly tech. And that's really Mm. what the brand deal casters. I would hope people look at, You know, us as as tech and not rat traps, Um, you know, so but uh, by the way, I've done rat traps as a product video. Why? I had a rat problem. So I bought rat traps on Amazon and I was like, okay, I'm going to do a video on it. And that makes us money. The, the reality
0: so, is more people probably need a rat trap than need a roadcaster. Yes. That's, that's true. That's a
1: sad, sad state of affairs <laughs> in our world today.
0: Because everybody really needs an audio interface. <laughs> of yes. All things. 100%. Water, food, shelter, audio interface. Um <laughs> I want to say a quick hello to Dr. Stuart Buchan, who's uh, watching on uh, Amazon live and hello to Rose Horowitz who joined us. Uh, She was part of the mastermind that we did in the fall where Jim and Chris actually came to speak about uh, Amazon live. Um, Doug Lehman asks on Amazon, uh, can you break down what a shoppable video is? Example, please. He asked two minutes ago. So, is there something, yeah. we kind of went through a lot, but is there something maybe uh, the, you want to just go over real quick?
2: Yeah, the easy, the easiest way to see what it is 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 to go to dealcasters.shop and you'll see 50 of our shoppable videos. And so it's literally, you know, you might as well call it, you know, they call it shoppable videos. We'll call it product videos, but we're taking mm-hmm. a product. Like I think you have it in the carousel, uh, one of these Samson Q2Us. And so what we're doing is we're, either doing an unboxing video or we're sitting there explaining how to use this product or maybe what it's missing. And then uh, we will then, right, there we go. We're, we're all going to show how our cameras focus. Um, and, and then, but we're, we're explaining to those people. And I'm going to say this for you, Doug, in layman's terms, how to uh, how to use the product or what it doesn't have. And and so they know up front before they make the purchase. Oh, I got to buy the batteries. Oh, it comes charged up out of the box and it makes it easier for them to say, okay, this is what I was looking for. You know, sometimes even making people understand the dimensions of something, right? Because sometimes with picture, it's really hard to see. And I actually got that advice from our friend Deb Mitchell from Agora Pulse because she loves QVC and HSN. And she was always saying, hey, when you talk about products, you know, people want to know the size and, and right. things like that. So that's the reason too, why we talk on the videos. There are people not saying they're right or wrong. Cause some of them had success that won't say anything. They're just showing it. But I, I look at it. And of course I think Chris and I both use the spouse test. Would you buy this product? You know, our you know, our darling wise based on watching this? And if they say no, then I was like, okay, then I shouldn't do that video. <laughs> so I think you have to think, right. Think like the customer. Right. Don't think like, oh, I'm going to create this amazing video because if it doesn't, you know, that's the whole thing to Chris's point. We don't sit there and spend a lot of time like, oh, do this. And you really can't. Right. You can't sit there and you kind of say who you are, but, you know, you're not supposed to be trying to drive people off. You're not supposed to be like, you know, oh, follow us for more, uh, you know, videos. You you can't say that. Right. It's got to be to the point, you know, even sometimes your video can get rejected if like Chris, I think had done an unboxing and there's like a website from the manufacturer, like on a piece of the, um, the literature. And they're like, you know, they rejected the video. So he had to go back and take that out. So it's really
0: got to You know, you got to watch out for all those little, you don't want to be sending people off the platform. Right, right. And we've got a couple of questions. One from Michael Kinney about the process of becoming an Amazon life creator. And we have one, from Brad Friedman about whether you can use third-party software like StreamYard. Uh, the answer is there's a video that Jim and Chris watched that happens to be in one of my catalogs where you might likely find a how-to video that explains the process uh, from soup to nuts. It's it's not that long, but it goes through the entire the entire thing. I also have another video about how to use... Uh, StreamYard with Amazon Live. Again, you'd find that in a catalog on a website where you might put a how-to video, and if not, just DM me later. So uh, we're talking with Jim Fuse, Chris Stone from DealCasters. These guys have done a great job in uh, bringing the talk show vibe and and interviews to uh, Amazon Live. They recently hosted a conference at PodFest, and I was always wondering how did you guys come together? How did you meet? What made you decide to actually collaborate? Because, um, like, you know, not a lot of collaborations. This one has been long running, and it's really been great. I think for both of you. Now, and probably will the show will end, and I'll drop off, and they'll, you know, they'll have some announcement. But in, in all seriousness, you guys have done great together. How did you meet? How did you decide to do this? Yeah, so uh, you know the the most underrated
1: aspect of podcasting is networking, and so it, it's just one of those things where if you're on each other's shows, this is just a great way to get to know people and you know get to be a guest or it be suggested to be on on someone else's show. They, you know, when the show's over, you spend time talking to each other and you can kind of get to know people. But I highly recommend anyone. Uh, join forces with someone, get a partner. They don't necessarily have to be a co-host, right? Um, it could be someone that you can work with to bounce stuff off. I know there was a question that came in on Amazon about not having a spouse to bounce something uh, off of. You know, a partner, a friend, someone that you trust will give you honest information to help. Uh, you know, make something better, not tell you what you they think you want to hear. And uh, so Jim and I met at at Podcast Atlanta. It's run by a good friend, Mark Deal, who uh, also was there at PodFest as a part of the Podcast Editors Academy. And he runs uh, what was the biggest, fastest growing podcast. Podcast meetup uh, in uh, the the universe in the metaverse. Um, No, actually, the real uh, real. And so we we met there and just became fast friends. And we had we have similar businesses. We both are remote producers. Uh, At the time, I was I was much more audio than I was video. Jim predominantly video, but we didn't treat each other as competition. And we knew what we wanted to do. uh, Especially after working together on events and remote uh, production, we wanted to do. A show together, and we just couldn't figure it out. We thought, well, it's going to be an audio podcast because Jim at the time didn't have an audio podcast. Maybe it's something like that, because inevitably what what ended up happening is us, you know, we were talking to clients and having the same uh having the same questions and giving them the same answers, which was like, uh, what's the best mic? What's the best lighting? What's what do I use for this? What do I use for that? And it was like, you know, we had we each had affiliate uh links, right? But we were just sending them out, and it just wasn't we're like, we need a show where we can just like cover it all. Right. And then we can record right. it and maybe say, Hey, you know, like you just did right is, Hey, I have a video on my YouTube channel, that kind of thing. But, uh, when Amazon launched the Amazon influencer program, uh, Jim called me one day and said, Hey dude, we're Amazon influencers. I was like, what, you know, what are you talking about? And, <laughs> and he said, I watched this video from Ross brand and I just went through the steps. And we're, we're in, we're going to do our show. And I was like, and then the light bulb went off. And like literally two hours later, we had a show name. We had a logo. We had plans uh, to do stuff. We, we said, you know what, We're gonna we're going to do it. We're not going to be the Home Shopping Network. We're not going to be QVC. We are going to treat this like a recording session. We're going to operate within the parameters of what Amazon wants to do. But we're going to repurpose this because our thoughts were, Okay. This is a great way to show. It's like a resume, right? Here are remote producers that can create this thing, which it has done. It has gotten us both clients because they see, Oh, Hey, show 48. When you talked to Kirk Nugent, you guys did this, 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 I want this, how much? So it has done that. Um, but you know, we had never expected to be leading an all day uh, thing at, at VidFest and PodFest and and, uh, you know, to be able to, to talk to to talk to the guy that that got us to that point, which is you, Ross. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, that's that's the long story as to how Jim and I met.
0: Well, you guys took it and ran with it and you've done amazing stuff. Let's let's get to the carousel a little bit and talk about some of the products that you guys love and some of the products that have done really well for you. Uh a quick hello to Silver Fox DJ. Good to see you. So Cap Customer DJ? also uh watching on Amazon Live. If you're watching on another platform, come on over, join the chat uh over on Amazon Live. Um, I'm just going to take a look at some of the things. Um, one of the things that I'm actually using myself that's popular are these Sony headphones. I had bought them a little while ago, but always chose to use these just because they have a low profile. And I said, well, why not? Uh, not going to let Amazon accuse me of not showing a product off. So here we go. <laughs> They're actually very comfortable. And the difference um, of of going from you know your run of the mill consumer headphones to pro pro audio not just when you're editing or whatever but when you're live makes a real difference
1: yeah i you know and the reason why i love these so much is is they the this particular brand of headphones have has existed for i mean 30 plus years easy when you went into studio, when I was in college, in you know before the Stone Age, um, these were the these were the <laughs> headphones that when you walked up and you sat down in the studio to plug in your instrument, these were the headphones. And the reason why is because they are fantastic studio monitor headphones. And the difference between headphones like this and hmm. headphones like uh, Beats or um, some Sony headphones and maybe Sennheiser headphones is there's you know, you want something to sound good, right? When you're listening to your music. So maybe there's a, there's a different sort of bass response, or there's, there's maybe some stuff that's kind of added into what you're actually hearing that isn't what you should actually be hearing. This is exactly what you should be hearing. So as someone who edits a lot of video and audio, if I were to listen to something that had, you know, uh, additional bass response, I would be mixing and editing this related to what I hear. And then when you hear it coming out of a phone into earbuds, it's going to sound like paper thin and awful and annoying. And if you do that, people are gone. They don't. They want. It, they don't want it because people will put up with a thumbprint on your lens. People will put up with you know you sneezed once and there's a drip coming down. Whatever, um, you're you're going 480 or something like that. Um, they'll put up with that. But man, if your audio is janky, they're gone. So yeah, the, these are the values these are great. in
0: the audio for sure. Um, the other thing I like about them is they have a nice sort of subtle profile for. Mm-hmm for video, um, you know, there's also, you guys have the nice in, in-ear monitors, so you don't see the headphones at all, and I'll ask you about those in a second, um, but uh, Sennheiser makes, you know, studio headphones too, but they look like, and I have a pair and I love them, but they look like I'm going to take off in a rocket ship or something like that, so yep. um, yeah, so you've got the Sennheisers there. Tell us about the the monitors that you're using. Oh, yeah. So we both use Shure in-ear monitors.
2: I think Chris has the 215s. I've now moved up to the 425s, thanks to our friends at Shure, that, And that's been another thing that this has led to is, you know, we are working with Shure, right? You can see I have the MV7. I think Chris is using it as well today. and I think you've got the SM7B. But, um, you know, this stuff is, you know, like Chris said, this stuff has been around forever. In fact, it was funny, my brother, who is in his 40s, has a um, SM, I think it was 58 mm-hmm. that he's had since he was 17. Mm. And he uses it in a band. And so that kind of tells you the quality. And I think going back to what we uh, look at as influencers, you know, and of course, Chris and I sometimes cringe when we hear that word, is this is our credibility? So we get offered, you know, stuff from other companies that'll remain nameless that it's like, I'm not going to use that. Because that's not something I would normally use. I mean, I I love this microphone, the uh, the Samson. I use this for for a very long time. It's still something I use on other computers. I think Samson is a great product as well, you know. And so it kind of goes back to and uh, you know we heard this at the conference, and Chris talks about this because Chris is definitely the audiophile of the two of us. I'm working on being as audio. Is that the right word? As Chris. Um, Because he hears little things that I don't even notice sometimes. And so the sound of your voice is going to sound different with different microphones. And so I might not like the SM7B because my voice may not sound as good. So don't automatically think that more money means better sounding voice. And I think, you know, so... And, and with the in-ear monitors, right? This is like, if we could do a public service announcement, please wear in-ear monitors whenever you're live streaming you're on a Zoom call so we don't get echo feedback. <laughs> I, I mean, right. so that's one of those things that, you know, can can drive us crazy as well. So we're always really just trying to help people level up because even after, you know, the, the two plus years from when all this stuff started, where we're doing a lot more of this, there's it's like people still aren't taking the time to, think about audio, which is definitely the most important thing when it comes to video. And that's, that's not right. something that people think about.
1: Yeah. And if I can dovetail just a little bit off that, sure. Ross, is like, you know, uh, uh, there, there's lots of people that are joining um, as an Amazon influencer. Um, and I think even if you've been in podcasting and live streaming for years, you're, you're, you can't make people feel when you are going live that you are... You know, sort of. You know, you're not you're not above talking to them about about something that is very 101 and very simple, as it relates to uh, to something. We've spent um, a good bit of time working with people who were working on a podcast, and we're explaining the difference between an XLR connection and a USB connection as it relates to their mic and what they use. Um, and and going through that is not. You're you're not just talking to that one person. Pretty soon, people are chiming in. Pretty soon, people are asking questions about all that stuff. Like Jim just mentioned something about public service, service announcement. Make sure you're wearing earbuds. We have this conversation all of the time. We repeat ourselves. That's okay because there's there's people that are popping in and out all the time. And they may not know that. They may not know. They think they're just supposed to pop open their laptop, use the microphone and the webcam that comes with their with their laptop when they jump on, and everything's gonna be cool when they when they decide that they want to do a YouTube channel. And we have to kind of explain why that's not gonna work when you do an interview right. and why that audio is gonna come back. And these are things that I know. Uh, Ross, your audience, um, you know, they they all know that, right? But um, you know, on Amazon, mm, you're, you may get most people that don't, um, and they may be coming by to to get a, just a Logitech webcam, and uh, then all of a sudden they hear something, and they're like, "Wait a minute, I just got this webcam." because I was going to do this to make my Zoom calls better. I have to get headphones too. And so you're in a conversation with them. And then by the time you get to the end of uh, end of it, they're like, I bought an interface. I bought this and this. Not because they they right. didn't feel like they needed it. They were like, I had no idea that, that I needed to do this. And we're just sort of demonstrating through that.
0: Yeah, Guy Crockeren mentions in the chat that the Sure SM7B has become a choice for podcasters. MV7V USB connection is a great value as yes. well. Um, I think for a dynamic USB mic um, mv7 sounds as good as anything I've heard um i it's gonna depend on the person i I think I'll stick with the sm7b but the mv7 is really good mm-hmm. and to not have to buy an audio interface right away to not have to learn how to connect XLR cables and 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 have a Many more layers where things could go wrong in the beginning and clean desk, plus you get that built in compression and e q and mm-hmm. all that stuff that's built into a digital mic that you don't have in an analog mic. you would need either gear or software for um it's it, there's a lot you can do with that mic, and I've heard people showing off how they they do different things and it it really can sound good it can sound. As, as good as, you know, your top of the line studio mics.
1: A hundred percent agree. And we also spend time too, like, you know, somebody, you know, we'll have the MV7 highlighted and they see that it's, you know, the price that it is. And yes, it's it's less expensive than the SM7B. That's still, that still may not be within their budget. So we then we'll spend time saying, okay, you know, what is your budget? And then we'll kind of try to find them something that is within it. Um, but we'll spend some time talking about things like room treatment, for your sound, which is if you have a, a SM or an MV7, it's still important, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, there's got to be carpet down, get yourself in a small room um, that's somewhat dead and put fluffy stuff in the room. Like these are all things that aren't, you know, this isn't you know, hopefully you got carpeting in whatever room, but you're know, like things, you know, mic technique, make sure you're not you know, speaking directly into the mic. You're speaking across it. You know, a lot right. of people don't understand that because, your your mic is still picking up. Your dynamic mic is still picking up your voice as you speak across it. But when you say what we call our plosives, like words that start with p or t, mm-hmm. things like that, that goes directly into your microphone if you're not speaking across it, and it clips. And that's something that, again, back to the sound is is just paramount. You gotta you gotta understand. Like when you start saying stuff and things are popping, people are like, I can't listen to these these people because it's. Pop, it's it's like popping in my ears, so sometimes it's just about, you know, telling people about mic technique and you know putting stuff in the room, and then yeah, you might be able to get a fifty dollar mic and sound uh, almost as good as Ross Brand. <laughs> well, well, and I <laughs> think too, probably
0: better, probably
2: better. To, <laughs> to Chris's point as well, right? Like some of these mics, the MV7, the, the Samsung Samson Q2U, they allow you to like we kind of say grow up, right? Because you can start out USB. And then when you're ready to graduate to an interface, you can still use that microphone. So it's almost like here's a good long-term investment as you build up your capability. I mean, even sometimes, right, the iPhone as your actual camera, instead of feeling like you got to go out and buy a webcam, you know, as things we we suggest to people. So we don't just automatically say, oh, you got to go buy this, you know, Sony a you know, I, I think Chris wants the 6400 that, you know, is going to make him have to, you know, re, refinance his house. But, uh, you know, th- these are the sort of things that we realize that everyone that comes on our show is doesn't have that. And sometimes it's, uh, you know, we I think we all call it gas gear acquisition syndrome. We get in this feeling like, oh, I got to keep getting more and more and more. And and you don't have to do that to create good content because it still comes yeah. down to the content and not all the tech items.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you get to a baseline of even like the Samsung Q2U and you have that plugged in and you're getting good sound from that and you have a choice between, let's see, I could work on my studio or I could work on my show hosting ability. I would always say, get the content up there and then bring the studio to meet the content. If you have a great studio and the content isn't there, boy, it feels disappointing if yeah. things don't go well. You're like, whoa, I just spent all this money and... I might not be cut out for this, right? Right. So, but anybody can get better with practice and time and, and 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 learning, and and then you can always bring your studio up to to meet your 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 talent and your content. Um, just a quick hello to Joey Garrity. Walters here. Uh, he okay. asked, "How do I find you on Amazon?" Rossbrand We'll take you to uh, our live video, and you can go to dealcasters.live to find Chris and Jim and all their videos. You can also check out, uh, it's highlighted in the carousel, you can check out their Dealcasters podcast, which is available on Amazon Music and Audible. Um, and hello to Brigetti, good to see you. She says, uh, a bit late, but glad I caught you live, glad you're here. Thank you so much. Um, so, guys, uh, a couple other products I wanted to get to because um, it's it's just it's really cool to see what does well in, in your store, what you've highlighted. Of course, you've got the Logitech cameras, which we know are really the staple of 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 live streaming, unless somebody you know goes to the next level and does uh, you know, uses either a DSLR or a mirrorless, a pro camcorder or something along those lines. Um, you've got your Logitech C90, you've got your Logitech C922X and your Logitech Brio. Um, are those the cameras that you guys are using now or, or what are you guys, what are you guys using yourselves? We're not, but um, you know,
1: before we did that, th- mm-hmm. those were the cameras, and we still do use them. In fact, you know, when the pandemic first hit, you couldn't get these, and mm. um, it's because you know you're going to get a 1080p, and in the case of a Logitech Brio, which is also in the carousel, a 4k um, with with a you know again Logitech. Uh, has great software. It's called Logic Capture, and you can kind of go in, you can dial in different stuff, and you could really, it's almost has a switcher functionality built into the one camera as well. In, ter- in terms of the Brio, we had Ramon Ray on, he was showing us um, how that works. So sometimes and, and we, will, we will talk someone into getting a Logitech webcam if they're, you know, you don't have to buy, you know, I'm, this is a ZV1 that I've got in front of me, and right now I don't think you can get one. You, it's starting to come back in stock because of supply chain issues. You just can't get some of these cameras. Uh, Jim's got a Sony ZV-E10 that he's uh, got in front of him. And so we didn't get to this, uh, we didn't just like, we weren't born with a ZV-1 in our face, right? So, you know, it, it took going through all of that and learning with that. I still use the 920 up in my office. If I need another uh, side cam or something like that, I will plug it in. It's super easy to use. Software is really easy to use. And again, it sort of goes back to... Uh, hey, this is a great webcam and, um, you know, it doesn't, sure, it doesn't have like the, the quick focus that, uh, that a uh, you know, a mirrorless or uh, camera DSLR uh, has, uh, but do you need it? Maybe not right away, um, but, you know, maybe you graduate past it and you're like, you know what, I can do this now. Now I have a, a responsive camera and maybe you can take that Logitech, which I did for um, months and months and months, and I strapped it up here like I, you don't see above me, but I had like all, I had like, it looked like, you know, a uh, Swiss family Robinson above me. It was like, I don't know what was going on, but I had that Logitech above me. So when I was doing product videos, it was focused down on, um, on my hands showing and demonstrating a product. And I use the Logitech for that. So it's, it, those are fantastic webcams. And if your, if your budget doesn't allow to buy a $700 uh, mirrorless camera, there's nothing wrong with, with spending, you know, 70 bucks on a great Logitech webcam.
0: You know, the threading for a lampshade is the same as is on a tripod, so I what? have taken the lampshade off of a standing lamp that I wow. have when I want that, like, overhead see-the-whole-studio kind yeah. of thing, and I, I put the, <laughs> the Logitech up there, No way. and it gives you a nice wide shot of everything. Wow. <laughs> right you now, know, I actually have one of my you. lights. You know, I have an LED light where uh, up above the, the light bulb. <laughs> it, there's, there's only so much room in a small place where you can put things. So you, you learn to give things a, a dual purpose. Um, another thing I noticed in your carousel that I, I love, and it's in this carousel, is Samson makes a boom arm. And I've never used it, but they they tend to make good quality... Uh, affordable products that you you know do a lot for what they are at the price point and you know a lot of people get a a very inexpensive boom arm if they have a handheld mic or they get a fairly expensive one if they have a heavy studio mic the samson looks like it could it could handle everything tell, tell us a little bit about that it's uh the samson mba 38 yeah, yeah. That's, that's chris's
2: go-to i want to say
1: yeah. So, um, and I was shocked. At, you know, I, I mentioned Chris Kermitzos being our second. Um, um, actually, I think he was our third. Our second um, uh, interview on Dealcasters was Dave Jackson. Dave Jackson, who wrote uh, Profit from Your Podcast. Those who don't right. know Dave Jackson, uh, School of Podcasting, Hall of Fame podcaster. And just, I have tons of respect for that gentleman. Just uh, fantastic. And I was shocked because I was using the, the Samson boom arm. Um, i 've got it upstairs in my office i 'm using an Elgato wave uh, low profile for uh, what i what I currently have here in front of me. But I was shocked to find out that Dave uses that same boom arm. I was pretty proud of myself that moment, uh, Ross. And I was like, Hall of Fame Dave Jackson, he uses the same boom arm I do. Yeah. Um, but what I loved about the Samson, and you'll see here in the in the carousel, if you're over here at RossBrand.Live on Amazon with all our favorite people like DJ Durante <laughs> and uh, Doug Lehman, breaking it down in layman's terms, is that you know when you've got a clamp boom arm, I don't like to drill holes in my in anything because I feel mm-hmm. like once you do that, like it's like you, it's yours forever. Like how are you going to ever resell a desk? That's got a big old honk and hole in the middle of it. You put right. your, your boom arm. Plus you want, sometimes you want to move your boom arm into different places. You want to, so I always get the clamp boom arms and the Samson boom arms have a three and three point something inch clamp. And I had this big desk up in my office that had a three, it was, it was three inches thick. And I couldn't find a boom arm that would work, and I had no idea. To be honest, I bought it because it was the one that that I could find that had that clamp, and I got it in, and it's solid as a rock. And it um it it's it's you can get I think up to like fifty some inches. Like you're ever going to need a boom arm that big, um, <laughs> but it's uh it's got a three inch clamp on it. So if you've got a table or something in your home office, uh, uh, whatever and you need a, uh, a large boom arm, it's great for that. But even if you don't, um, it's a fantastic boom arm, and you could use it not just for microphones. To Ross's point earlier, you could use it as something that goes above you that holds a camera, because if you're wanting to become an Amazon influencer or you're wanting to demonstrate something above or, or somewhere off of your main camera, you can use that boom arm to hold that camera and get the right angle as well.
0: All right, guys. I'm going to talk about one more product before I let you go. I appreciate all the time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and this is a product that, um, not because it has anything to do with me, but because you guys are both a part of it. And that is 100 live streaming and digital media predictions, volume two. Both Chris and Jim uh, uh, have ch- have their own chapters in the book and are uh, wonderful contributors. Jim also in in the first book, and Chris did a lot. Uh, along with Jim to help promote the first book by putting together an awesome show when we launched that. That was so, fun. Thank you guys for that as well. Hey, Tim Gillette, good to see you here. Um, you can find them at dealcasters.live. You can find them all across uh, social media. Just look for Dealcasters, Jim Fuse, Fusion Marking, Chris Stone, a Headcast, right? yeah the twitter handle is a head cast
1: some some other knucklehead took cast ahead you know okay. that's the way that works but everywhere i, else I always is cast type one
0: head, in yeah. and then i type the other one in and okay. one of them comes up right right <laughs> thank you guys so much congratulations on an awesome awesome wonderful event at podfest um really bringing everybody together for amazon live and i couldn't believe how generous you guys were and all your speakers were with their knowledge and the information and the tips do you guys ever w- worry that like you're such great evangelists for this platform there's not going to be any more product pages for you to be the first ones with your uh with your shoppable video on no
2: not at all there's there's millions of products and pete you know there's a lot of people that just aren't willing to take that risk there's there's a whole group of people that'll only do it if they're given it for free. And we are willing to invest in the stuff ourselves. So at this point, we're not too worried.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, since the start of the show, Ross, there's probably been three million products that have been launched on Amazon. Or you know, it I, I right. think people don't realize just how massive It is, And just how few influencers are on the program, um, you know, or in the program. And so it's just not, we don't have that scarcity mindset. We're not like, oh, you know, like, you know, we're not hiding in the corner, you know, and saying, you know, this is, you know, we can't wait to make all of the. It's not like that at all. We want we want this to be better. It's only going to help us and everyone else. And so that's why we talk about it. That's why we evangelize for the program. That's why we hope it will get better. So those that are on there on there currently and are telling us that we should shut up, we'll see that it'll get better for them. <laughs> um, and uh, you know we're just. Super honored, Ross, that uh, that you'd have us on your show and uh, to be a part of your community, which, and, you know, and again, I, I mentioned it earlier, and for those of you who um, are just now joining or had joined, there would be no uh, deal casters if it weren't for this gentleman on your screen, uh, Ross Brand, who, um, you know, like, you, like we just talked about, just gave of his time and uh, said, I'm gonna do a video about this thing called going live on Amazon. And it not just spawned what we have done, uh, but like Kirk Nugent and Monty Weaver and other people have said, that's the video that we watched. And then we became Amazon influencers. So Ross, thank you so much. Yes. You you guys have all hit
0: home runs with it. I love what you're doing. And uh, I'm now the student and I'm watching you guys and I'm trying to learn from you guys. And get my Amazon live game and my Amazon shoppable videos up to speed. So thanks for all you do. Chris Stone, Jim fuse, Dealcasters.live. Live. Check them out. Thanks so much for being here.
2: Thank you, Ross. And thanks everybody for joining. Us. All
0: right. So we just, before we wrap up, Oh, look, Chad is here and beauty bubble is here. Good to see you both. Uh, before we wrap up, if you want to catch this again, you can uh go to Rossbrand.live, which is uh our place on Amazon and on Amazon Live, and you can catch the replays of this and other recent ones. And we have a podcast. If you're looking for something in the live stream universe audio archives, you can check it out. We're taking all of our video content. That can be converted to audio and posting it. 270 episodes, plus there'll be original content going forward. It's called Simple Enough Recordings, and you can find that at RossBrandRecordings.com, RossBrandRecordings.com. And if you would so desire, you can leave uh, a review. You can rate, uh, leave a review. We would love that. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for being here. It's so great to talk to people who are leading their industry and have these conversations with two of the pioneers of Amazon Live Talk, talking to them and doing an interview with them right here on Amazon Live. And we'll have a lot more content to come here on Amazon Live. Take care, everybody. And until next time, have a great day.